today. The University of Iowa officially named Beth Getz the school's director of athletics, dropping the interim tag, which he'd worked under since August. The Packers keeping an eye on the status of Jair Alexander for Saturday's playoff game in San Francisco. DraftKings line has the Niners favored by nine and a half. Bill Belichick will reportedly have a second interview with the Falcons, the only team thus far to publicly express interest in the former Patriots coach. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Thursday Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Station 106.3 KXNO. It's Friday. we got a full slate of games. Well, no, it's not. No. It's over. Damn it. It's over. It'll be here before yeah, you know it. You sound like my wife. Well, and I got a little something oh. for both of you guys. Oh. Speaking of next year. Yes, yes. Hello, Bama. First of all, good to see you. Good talk. How are you? Welcome back, Ken. Thank you, buddy. There are lines yeah. out for the 2024 college football season. You mean actual game lines? Game lines are out. Games of the year are out right now <laughs> where, where at, at FanDuel. F- at FanDuel. Yes. Michigan, uh, Michigan, Texas on there? Yes. Has to be. Yes. That tells me that there's that Harbaugh knew he wasn't going to be there for this year because he doesn't want to play anybody with a pulse. In oh, America. that's what it is? Yeah. After 15-0? <laughs> yeah. Not going to put that one down. No, sound, he, you sound like our guest, Bama Bob, a little bit. <laughs> and a lucky Rose Bowl win. <laughs> lucky Rose Bowl win. Uh, how about this? Florida State, Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's right. August 24th, that game will be played. Oh, I like that. So yes. that's why that made the games of the year, because that didn't sound like a game of the year. Uh, week are we one, talking couple... ACC? <laughs> no, we're not going to get there. Uh, week one games are out, including Colorado playing host to the Bison, North Dakota State. That's a tricky spot for the Buffs. Get more than a touchdown right now with the Bison, plus 7.5 with North Dakota State. Interesting. Notre Dame, A&M, Games of the Year, Texas, Michigan coming up in September. What, just for Yucks and what's, what's the what are the number did they put on that one? Michigan, in the big house, yeah. is a one-and-a-half point dog. Okay. A, a dog? Yes. Dog, wow. Speaking of dogs, the Bulldogs, Georgia, favored by three-and-a-half at Alabama. Huh. That'll be a I game would, of the year. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And the game at the end of the season, Michigan-Ohio State, Buckeyes minus six. It's in Columbus this year, right? Yeah, I might lay it. Really? I think Ohio State's going to be, it's Ohio State-Georgia, one-two, and I think there's a big gap after that. Oh, not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. We'll get to that coming up here. Uh, but that's fun to do. I, when did those lines come out? I missed I just that. saw them yesterday. Did you? Yep. We should, we should, we'll have to uh, incorporate those in our TV show. Yes. Anyways, Bama, as we, as we said, we wanted to have you on one more time before we you know, put the college football season uh, on mothballs for a while until we reconvene sometime in, uh, in, in June. You know, just the, the, because this came up yesterday, guys, with, uh, with the four playoff teams seemingly being at somewhat of a disadvantage when it comes to the portal. Um, and, you know, when Nick Saban retires, obviously the trickle down uh, that we found out with DeBoer, et cetera, um, and then Arizona's coach going to take over Washington, dot, dot. There are so many guys that have entered the transfer portal. Transfer portal's closed for everybody. You would think that most schools are full at this point. It's almost the four playoff teams and late coachings kind of swapping players with with each other. Is that Kind of how I see it. If there wasn't another portal, I think this would be a bigger deal. But because there is a spring portal, 
think of when guys go into the portal after spring practice yeah. and after spring semester. How many of them are going to be looking at Alabama and what Kalen DeBoer's offense is okay, yeah. and what Ryan Grubb is? Yeah, and you're looking for a new stop, and Alabama's going to be looking for receivers. And you know what that roster now looks like, at least to, to some extent. They're going to be fine. Yeah, I'm not shedding a tear, and it's good to see Alabama actually having to live like the rest of us for a little bit here, mm-hmm. and everybody going through it. There is, If there wasn't another portal window... I'm with you, Trent. I never thought of that angle. I think you hit the nail on the head. I do. You've had a good week. Uh, nailed it. You've had a good week. <laughs> you see it that way, Bama? I kind of do. I do. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I would like the fall, or whatever this is, You know, I would like the portal to open say after the national championship game because I do think there is there's a little bit of shuffling, you know, and, and again, Alabama's going to be fine. Uh, you know, Caleb Downs is left. Isaiah Bond goes to Texas. Um, you know, you're, I think a lot of schools that aren't in the playoff, they don't fill up their entire roster. They try to grab guys as they can, but they're always going to leave a spot or two open because, you know, I mean, nobody saw the Saban thing coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alabama always loses some players. Um, that This is every team does. Um, but I think they're losing more this year because of Saban retiring. Uh, DeBoer has, I think, done a decent job of trying to you know hang on to these guys, and they don't have a relationship with him. Saban's going to still be around. Um, that's been confirmed. He's got an office. He's going to be on field. DeBoer's embraced it, all this kind of stuff. But I would like to see one. Now, it would make it crazy. You know, all the teams that, you know, finish in, I don't know, end of December, whatever, whenever the portal opens for everybody that's not in the playoff or bowl games or whatever else, um, I mean, it would make it just absolutely nuts if everybody went and hit it at one time for a couple weeks or whatever. I would like to see that. But you're right. The spring thing, I mean, it, it, it it's all going to even out. Yeah. Um, there's there's just – you're not going to know what your roster is really until June. Uh, more than likely, and then you then you just go forward with it at that point. But um, it, it's just I don't I honest to goodness don't know how these coaches manage this anymore. I really don't. Um, you've just got to have a staff, almost you know, two, three, four people dedicated to just to, that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Where, yeah, who's in, who's out, who are we losing. You know, you're trying to you know. I, like they say, you re-recruit your own team every year. And that's that's not even counting the guys you signed to, to uh, you know, from from high school. So it's just it's just nuts. But you know, we'll we'll it'll all shake out. Alabama will have talent when they line it up against Western Kentucky on uh, September second. Yeah, that makes some sense. Um, you know, did uh, is Jimmy Sexton Saban's agent, right? Jimmy Sexton. He's everybody's yeah. agent, basically. Well, did did, did you see how agent, this yeah. worked out? So so Saban retires a Sexton yep. client. Uh-huh. Dan Lanning, rumored to get the job. He's a Sexton Clyde, uh-huh. stays at Oregon, gets paid. Uh-huh. Norvell, Sexton Clyde, uh-huh. stays at Florida State, gets paid. Steve Sarkeesian, he's going to get the – stays at Texas, gets play, gets paid. And then, in the end, Caleb DeBoer, a Jimmy Sexton client, gets the Alabama job. Yep. How good was his that's week? No, it was pretty good. Um, and that's one of – you know, I put out there – as soon as Saban retired, I mean, you know, on Twitter, I'm like, I don't know who's going to get the job, but there's going to be a lot of coaches get paid for being linked yes, to the job. that's true. And they did. And, you know, Norvell, look, he had a great year. Okay, there's no question about it. And, you know, we can, you know, we, I don't think there's any need to rehash all that's been hashed over them getting left out or whatever and the ball loss and all that type of thing. But, you know, this is, a, this is, a, this is what, and this is really amuses me, you know, Florida State, where they're, they're suing their own conference, 
yeah. for media rights, right? Yeah. Uh, they've, they're suing, you know, the politicians are wanting to sue the playoff committee for getting left out. And yet somehow they're able to find $80 million for mm-hmm. Mike Norvell, who's really had one good year out of five. I mean, what, what, what you would expect a Florida State team of the old days to have. He's had some decent years, and he's built it. And I give them credit for staying with him. You know, it was it would have been a lot of schools would have gotten rid of him after three years, but he's he's built it to where it is now. I don't think he was ever a candidate for the Alabama job because, you know, maybe he maybe it was a you know a turndown thing. I don't know. Uh, you know, and it's, apparently all you have to do in coasting shirts now is call Jimmy Sexton and say, "Hey, Jim, who, you know who who really? wants it? You know who will take my job?" Uh, and, and you go that route, but it was. These these guys, I, I find it amusing that Florida State, who is suing, you know, you know, because of their media rights for their suing their own conference, somehow was able to find eighty million dollars uh, to pay a guy ten million bucks a year. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. But you're right. I mean, this guy is. It seems like a conflict of interest, it and it might be a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But it's also free enterprise. You can't yeah. tell a guy. You know, you can't have two hundred and ten. Agents, you know, you represent this guy, you represent that guy. So it's, and you know, he's good at what he does, and obviously. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I did find that amusing. But yeah, he had a decent week. Oh my gosh! All right, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, let's do the three, uh, um, the big three. ACC will put them off on the side um, <laughs> of the newcomers to the Big Ten. Trent, mm-hmm. which newcomer uh, has the biggest impact in year one? The easy answer is obviously Oregon. Everybody has them preseason top five, at minimum top eight. I think they're an anticipated playoff team. But this is more of a big picture thing. We have seen so many programs change leagues, ones that we thought were going to take leagues Mm -hmm, by storm, mm -hmm. and it hasn't happened. And it doesn't matter the sport. There is a transition period. And that's that. Look at Nebraska. Just how familiar you are with programs and the way things are done and and the style of play and, and those kind of things. I don't think that it's an automatic that Oregon's even going to win 10 games this year uh-huh. and go 10 and 2. There is going to be a transition process that's going to be in place, I think, for all these teams. And I wanted to, to put that caveat there. I do go with the easy answer, though. Yeah. I do think it is Oregon. Do you see Washington? They're not going to have a starter back no. offensively. No, I know. When Those you look at that, you get your athlon, you see mm-hmm. zero mm-hmm. in the column for returning starters offensively. Just absolutely unthinkable there. Oregon in the Big Ten is the easy answer. Same with Texas in the SEC. But for all these teams, how about this? Over under a half of the newcomers make the playoff, a twelve team playoff. And, and there's one. There's one team. It does at least one team get into? The, that's a newbie. Get in the college football. Playoff. Yes, because the national championships a newbie. We'll get to that coming up. What national champion is a newbie? Oh jeez. <laughs> um, who has the biggest impact in the Pac-12, Bama? Uh, in the Big Ten, I think it's no, Big Ten. Be... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Moment of silence, please. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be Oregon because, and it, I think because of Dylan Gabriel. I think yeah. he's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, they got to play. They get Ohio State at home. They got to go to Michigan. There's no Penn State. Uh, they do play Wisconsin. Uh, you know, but a lot of it, you know, Oregon State they're familiar with UCLA, Michigan State. I think is still going to be bad. Um, but that's Jonathan Smith, so mm-hmm. that's a little familiarity. Purdue, Illinois, Maryland, without. Uh, Tagovailoa mm-hmm. at Wisconsin. I mean, I, I just think the schedule is, is really not brutal. Uh, and they really only, if I'm looking at this, they only have, they have three, I guess, East Coast trips if you want to look at it. And I think that to me is going to be the, the real big issue is these West Coast teams flying, you know, for to, you know, Oregon has to go, they have to go to Purdue, 
they have to go to Michigan, they have to go to Wisconsin. There's no Rutgers, there's no Penn State, which is another you know hour and a half, two hours, whatever tough it is. Tough to get but, to, yep. Yeah, it is tough. It's tough travel, but I, I think it's going to be Oregon. I like what Lanning's doing. Lanning was kind of my, and I'm really happy with the bore. I think most Alabama fans are. I think he hit, he hit all the right notes. We'll see when they line it up. Again, the proof is on the field. Uh, Lanning, I, I really do like Lanning as a coach, and I think what he did with Bo Nix over the last couple of years was just phenomenal with the mess. That, that, that kid was in a mm-hmm. tangled-up mess mm-hmm. in his own head after his Auburn experience, and the way he sorted him out, I think he'll do the same with Gabriel. So I'm going to say Oregon, uh, and a little bit more on that, if we ah, get to the uh, national okay. championship. Game. All right, so, let, let's. So uh, well, since Trent's already said that he thinks Texas will, uh, of the two going to the SEC, do you agree it's Texas? Of over, Absolutely. Yeah, okay, let's yeah. move on. No, to, no, no, we can't yeah. move on. Who's this national championship? That's the final question All we're right. going to get to. It's <laughs> coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, Big 12, who has the biggest impact the, the biggest impact in year one in the Big 12? Trent Condon. Oh, boy. It's easy answer, Utah? What is it? Was the easy answer Arizona till the last couple of days? Yeah, Jed Fish is now getting his mail in Seattle. I guess yeah, Utah has to be the one that you point to here. Is Dion ready to take a big step? No, Cam Rising though, coming off those knee injuries, what a year weird year it was. I mean, you had Whittingham at times calling him out, trying to come back. I mean, how is that going to go? I have concerns with everybody, as I've said, but yeah, I guess I would default back to Utah with Jed Fish leaving Arizona. How about you, Bama? Yeah, I think it's got to be that. I mean, Cam Rising, I think, will celebrate his 35th birthday during the <laughs> Jeez, season. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. I mean, but, I mean, good, great for him. Uh, I don't think the Arizona schools are going to have a huge impact. I, I, I'm just, Dion's got to show it to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that they, that team, boy, talk about just a flame out from where they were after about four or five weeks and just, you know, disappeared off the radar. But I think it's got to be Utah. And I just like what Whittingham has done. Uh, their schedule is not terrible, not easy. I mean, you know, none of these schedules are easy anymore with these 16 divisionless, you know, mega conferences or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Utah for me. Uh, which was the most dis- who was the most disappointing team in college football this year, Trent? You know, I took this almost a different direction. You kind of look towards the top. Georgia didn't win a national championship. I think mm-hmm. you could even make an argument right. there. Ohio State couldn't get over the Michigan hump this year. I went a little bit deeper, though, and I put a TCU. Now, they're preseason 17. We anticipated a step back, but all the momentum that they had built, all the goodwill getting Wait to the national Natty, championship yeah. game, I mean, there, there was a lot there. And now they, they almost, got beat week one. And they fall back to also ran type of status yeah. here. Instead of capitalizing on what they did the year mm-hmm. previous, they obviously took a major step back. I would say TCU, just because of what they maybe could have built with a better they year. They didn't get to a bowl game. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, TCU, your, your team, are the, your most disappointing uh, team this year, Bama, or who is yours? No, I want to stay in the same state, though. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to Penn State because, I mean, can we just please stop? Yeah. I mean, they just beat somebody, right. anybody. Right. Okay, I mean, and again, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Ole Miss, they play three good teams and they lose. Um, it, to me, it's Texas A&M. I mean, how many times, year after year after year? Yes, they were 7-6. and six, Okay, they lost their bowl game. But... Again, you know, they were going to win the West, mm-hmm. and they had all this recruiting class and everything else, and they flame out. They, you know, they fired their coach. They're having to pay $70 million, <laughs> $75 million, whatever it is, to, to make Jimbo Fisher go away. And then I think Elko was going to do 
a good job there, but that hire was a resounding thud in College Station. Uh, and I just the buzz around it and everything else. See, I know he'd been there before, but he's a defensive coach, and you know Petrino's gone. That that whole Fisher Petrino thing. Oh man, they're going to light up the SEC, and it just didn't happen. And they've been in really for two or three years, just waiting for them to do something. And I I, I just think with everything that happened in that program and all the expectations, not only this year but maybe the last couple years, another seven and six year and having to you know to to pay that ridiculous amount to Jimbo Fisher and then also like I said just no momentum around that program with the Elko hiring I think he will be good better than people think but there's just not a lot of optimism right now yeah interesting all right uh, let's uh, in our final minute here uh, as we're running short on time imagine that <laughs> um, who's going to play and we may have two different teams when we do this again in August. Yes. So this we is we'll do right. We this, have the June kind of stop in. Yeah. We make the early ones, and then we'll do it again in well, August. Well, and it's harder this year because there's a 12 team bracket. I know. You could say here's my two teams, and they wind up playing each other in the first or second round. What if what know, if we get to the college? What if we get to the semifinal and three of the teams are from the SEC? <laughs> Yeah, it could be. It could be. Very well, could be. Bama. Yeah. No, let's do Trent first. Uh, uh, Trent, you're way, way, way too early. College Football National Championship 2024 will be played with? It will be the Georgia doing? Bulldogs beating the Ohio State Buckeyes. Georgia and Ohio State. Are you marking these down for January? <laughs> you want me to put do these in the book? Do you have the notebook? <laughs> I can get the note. I got the notebook right here. Pull I'll put it in the there. the notebook. All right. Georgia <laughs> and Ohio State. Uh, Bama, who's playing for the Natty? Uh, I'm going to say Georgia, and it's either going to be Ole Miss or Oregon. I, I'm Ole Miss, Oregon. Okay, yeah. I mean the the portal they have just cleaned up. Yeah, uh, I think they're ready to take that next step. Their schedule is it's. I mean, listen, any SEC schedule, all you want is a chance. You just want to get in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to win the conference. You have to win the you know SEC championship game. You know, you might not even want to make the SEC championship game. You might want to, if you're sitting there at seven or eight, it's like, okay, we're good. Um, you know, the extra game you don't have yeah. to play. So yeah. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's Georgia, and I'll go Oregon just to you know mix it up a little bit with like the Big it. Ten team. But uh, I just, uh, Ole Miss is my team to watch this year. I, I like it. You're, you you went off the board. By the by the way, my most disappointing team was USC. Yeah, because yeah, 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 that's another one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just the waste of Caleb Williams' yep. career, just yep. unbelievable. All right, I'll go Georgia, uh, getting beat by the newcomer, the Texas Longhorns. All Ooh. SEC championship, all game. SEC championship yeah. game, and Texas wins it. Uh-huh. Here's Texas's schedule: uh, Colorado State loss at <laughs> at Michigan. A UTSA, Louisiana Monroe, and then they get in the SEC, and it's not they. I love their SEC schedule. Ready for this? Mississippi State, uh-huh. uh, Cotton Bowl, uh, Oklahoma. Then they got to uh, they host Georgia Ooh. at Vandy, host Florida at uh, at Arkansas, home to Kentucky at A and M. You know what? As SEC schedules go. That's as easy as it gets. That's as easy as it gets, Bama. I yep. agree with we'll you. We'll see yep. if a nine and three team can get in. <laughs> nine yeah. and three. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. How much fun is it going to be when uh, you know the twelve team playoff? And like you said, it's it's the mm-hmm. final four is Georgia, Texas, and 
you know, Ole Miss, Ole Miss and, or somebody yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, we're not even talking about Alabama anymore. So, no, but that would very quickly go to sixteen if that's the, if yeah, the, if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Hey, brother. Uh, um, sincerely, I mean it. I, I love this segment. I truly do. And we can do it more often during. Can the we? Yes. We always say we're going to, and well, then we're we going never to. do. Okay. Yes. I'll remind you. I'm, okay. I'm available anytime you guys want to have me, and I sincerely appreciate it, too. I know you guys can have a lot of people on, uh, but I enjoy it. And uh, it's a highlight of my week, I promise. Ditto. Mine, too, brother. Mine, too. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you, Bama. Yep. We'll talk soon, yep. okay? Take care. Yep. Talk soon. Yep. yep. Thanks. Good to talk to you, Bama. Bob Trent and I putting a bow on college football. We should try to do that, Trent. Yes, absolutely. All right, Dave. It's always good to talk college football yeah, in this market. Right? Yeah, right? It's, it's, we're talking, we, absolutely. It moves the needle here. Uh, time for another $1,000 swoosh. Swoosh. It's coming. Swoosh. There it is. Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter the nationwide keyword bank. Bank at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Bank at KXNO.com. Dave Sinekin. It's the Packers and the Niners. Spend a few minutes with Dave Sinekin. He covers them for ZoneCoverage.com. Trent's Plays of the Day. Circus Sports Sponsor. It's Miller & Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 106. You get your podcast. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate. Help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515-225-8866 for a free estimate or go online at Wolf Roofing. KXNO. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renner's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renner's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528- 44. State agent with the Misty Soulwich Home Selling Team. Hi, it's Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX. And I wasn't sure we'd be hearing the song this week, mm. but boy, they put it to him in a big, big way. As you were making your way back, I had Dave on a week ago talking yes. Packers with Dave Sinekin and 
The Bears fan was more confident than the Packers fan a week ago. Really? Oh, absolutely. Well, and here we are. Following Dave on Twitter as I do, he was enjoying that game to the utmost. <laughs> and why wouldn't you, Dave Sinekin? How are you? Good to speak with you. What a game uh, as the Cowboys, uh, well, they're turned into the Cowboys yet again, and the Packers move on. Yeah, hi, guys. That was um, really the most enjoyable three hours of football that I could remember. You know, I think about all the big playoff games and Super Bowls, and those are obviously bigger games and so much on the line. But, you know, you're so nervous and there's so much going into that that you don't enjoy it. This was just just from an amusement standpoint, <laughs> unexpected, surprising. And then when you throw in who you're doing it to and the history and Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, yeah, it was it was three hours of perfect football viewing, and you don't expect it in sports, but sometimes you get stunned. And yeah, I was stunned as everybody was by how dominant Green Bay was from the start, and just a master coaching job by Matt Lafleur, who really I think shot up in a lot of people's yep. estimations after that beatdown. You uh, have a big step up though this week. It's one thing to. Beat the Cowboys that have obviously playoff awards. The San Francisco team, at many times throughout the course of the years, look like the best team far and away in the NFL. So, what's it going to take? I mean, give us the blueprint here of how this plays out. Lafleur and their two biggest wins: Thanksgiving against the Lions, mm-hmm. then last week took the ball and went down the field. I mean, are you looking at the same kind of game script here? Well, I think realistically, Green Bay has to outscore San Francisco. There's no way the Packers' defense is stopping that offense. That offense does everything really well that Green Bay's defense struggles with. They've got the best running back on the planet who is multidimensional, obviously, and Green Bay's defense is really vulnerable in the middle of the field. And You think of an offense that's brilliant in the middle of the field. You think about the Niners with Kittle and Samuel and even Ayuk. So I don't necessarily believe Green Bay's defense is going to be able to stop San Francisco unless they turn them over and San Francisco's losses this year have all come when Brock Purdy and that offense has turned the ball over so uh, formula is defensively you're going to have to turn them turn them over get some uh, pressure up the middle on Brock Purdy and force him into a mistake or two if possible otherwise if you don't get the turnovers you got to keep up on the scoreboard which you know Obviously, very unlikely. He got the third most veteran team against the youngest team. Mm-hmm. There's so many variables that point San Francisco's way. But if you want to think about the confidence this young team gained by what they did, putting 41 points offensively up on the Cowboys on the road, you can build off that and just sort of have a us-against-the-world thing, and then maybe the offense does perform at a level we don't expect against a much better defense from top to bottom, but a defense that you can run on and a defense that you can uh, expose for some big plays. So, you know, you got to turn them over, you know, to try to get a stop or two, and then the offense has to hum like it did last week. I don't put the chances as great, uh, but to me, that's the formula. Yeah, Dobbs got to do what he did, and Aaron Jones obviously running the football, and uh, we'll see. When it comes to the defense for the Packers, Jair Alexander is such a big cog of that secondary. Is he going to be able to play? I think we'll know more in a few hours. I, I was um, encouraged by some of the words I heard after yesterday's walkthrough, which uh, a couple people inside the Packers said he's actually further along with that ankle today than he was a year ago, a week ago at the same time, despite re-injuring that ankle. So I think there's probably a better than likely chance that he's going to be able to go. Um, but that's certainly the biggest concern. Packers also lost Kingsley and Bari, a nice rotational pass rusher and special teams guy who tore his ACL last week. So they got a 
bring up Brenton Cox, a, a young guy they kind of like developmentally, but it's going to need to get out there and, and get some snaps in. So uh, I think there's a good chance Jair plays. I think we'll know a lot more after today's. They're not padded today, but today's the one day they're actually going to simulate a practice. I think we'll know more about Jair uh, later this afternoon. So many great Packers 49ers games in the playoffs. Oh What's your favorite? Well, it's probably the first one back in the mid-90s where the torch was sort of officially passed uh, from the Niners to the pack with Brett Favre. I think it was 95. That signaled sort of the beginning of that Super Bowl window for Green Bay. Uh, There have been so many big-time disappointments, though. And in that era, you know, the Terrell Owens catch that won the game several plays after Jerry Rice fumbled, but they didn't see the fumble and call the fumble, which would have... So I've got some... Strong memories, both sides, <laughs> yeah. with this rivalry. There's there's some scar tissue there for sure, and obviously they've owned the playoffs against Green Bay the last few years. This time the tables are turned. They're the one seed. The pressure's on them. They haven't played a meaningful game in a few weeks. They kind of have to flip a switch and, and take on a hot team, but I think like no other, they're equipped to handle what Green Bay has to offer. The one thing I'm encouraged and hopeful about, you know, you look at that offense last week, and they basically got nothing out of Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, and uh, Tavian Wicks. Three catches for 34 yards between the three of them. Is that all it was? Wow. Yeah, so I think, you know, Watson was more of a decoy last week. I think this week they're going to take some shots with him, and uh, as they have to honor what Dobbs did last week, I think Watson's presence really allowed Dobbs to be as open as he was. They had to honor his speed. I think they're going to take some shots with Watson this week, and if they can hit out a couple, maybe they can stay in this thing into the fourth quarter. Dave Sindic and ZoneCoverage.com and weekends on KFAN. Uh, so Sunday, obviously, is going to be a recap. Your Packer preview will be a Packer recap. I know you're on the air on KFAN, of course, part of the iHeart. You can download the app and you can listen to it. Will you preview on your Saturday show to, uh, the uh, the Niners game? Uh, I think so. I want to have a conversation with Trent Tucker, encourage him that his boys have uh, – hockey duties to maybe cut out a little bit early and I can devote some more to just the pack but um, yeah we'll talk about it Saturday and then Sunday my show as you said at 8 o'clock will be more of a review review, and then I'm I'm actually filling in for Dan Barrero the next two hours so it might be kind of a three hour post-mortem on, uh, on the Packers uh, season potentially coming to a close Well the post-mortem there was a lot of fans of the NFC North Vikings, Bears and Lions that thought that this was over going into this year that the Packers Rodgers is gone Favre is in the rear view mirror Packers to the bottom of the division not so fast Jordan Love can play Dave uh, we're going to recap the Chiefs and the Packers our two regional teams at some point on Monday I'll reach out over the weekend see if you can give us five or six minutes to recap the game on uh, on, uh, Monday at some point so good luck to your squad Thank you for doing this. ZoneCoverage.com and KFAN in the Twin Cities. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I look forward to talking to you Monday. Take care. Uh, Good to talk to you. Dave Sinekin, ZoneCoverage.com here with Miller and Condon on KXNO. Uh, Good stuff out of Dave. Give him a chance. It's got to be kind of a perfect thing. That slow start we've seen at times from number one seeds. How about this? Last three playoffs in the divisional round, a home team has gone down. Hmm. Now, the easy one in Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas City yep, this year. Yep, yep. But three straight years. You know, I'm hearing more love for your Texans. I mean, mm. not your Texans, but you, <laughs> yeah, you love yeah. the Texans. Yeah, in that was spot. my first bet of the week. Right, right. I'm um, hearing a lot of folks that are starting to jump on that I train. Mean, stay away. Speaking of that, uh, we had two consensus during the chicken coop contest. We did. Who Every, were they? Everybody on the 49ers. Yeah. That usually means grab the Packers and the points. That's true. Everybody on Detroit. 
I do like Detroit this week. Yeah, I do too. I love Detroit. Yeah. I do too. We shall see. Uh, Trent's Plays of the Day, that's coming up. I never did tell you about the addresses for the Chicken Coop. Three restaurants, local restaurants today. Urbandale, mm-hmm. they're 12725 Meredith. Uh, out in Urbandale, Chicken Coop in Ankeny, just south of DMAC on Oral Labor, and 5906 Ashworth Road in West Des Moines, the Chicken Coop. We do this contest each and every Thursday, although once football ends, we'll slide it to Friday, I think. Potentially. Potentially, okay. Uh, but we, we do it weekly. Uh, the Chicken Coop sponsors three locations, Urbandale, Ankeny, and West Des Moines. Trent's Plays of the Day are next, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Best way to hire. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renner's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renner's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44- Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515-225-225. 8866 for a free estimate or go online at wolfproofing.net. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. We need to get with Big Voice Guy and let it, your pick of the day. When was the last time you picked one game? Yesterday was a light slate as I only had three picks yesterday. I got beaten overtime with the Huskers. I had them plus three and a half. They lose by four. That was a frustrating one. Watch the end of regulation. What a mess that was. Uh, my other loss yesterday had a big lead, and uh, that dissipated with Northwestern. Laying four and a half, they win by three. Mm. One of those days. One and two, UConn cruised against Creighton. Yeah, but UConn looks like the best team in the country. As really we good. sit here on the 18th of January. Well, that means that this is the, probably the worst time to bet, bet them. them. Yeah, no, don't, too are, late. Are you going to do that right I've now? I've already got them at 22-1. to one. Ooh, I'm very happy that. with yeah, my Yeah, you're in good shape there. I have to be, Trent, because I have been massacred on my futures, whether it be NHL, right? I'm, I, yeah, going back to last yeah. year, terrible. Uh, anyways... Yeah, the Bengals, they're, oh, of course, yeah. they're still alive. Chargers, they're very much alive. Cowboys? Oh, uh, yeah, good shape there. Eagles? No, I had some of those. Yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of Eagles. Anyways, um, let's get to it. By the way, Jerry Jones, AT&T Stadium is going to host the World Cup Final in 2026. Pretty good building. And they have to install a grass field. Right. And Jerry Jones is He's going to do that. He's got the money for it. He's going to do He'll it. He'll be all right. The World Cup Final at AT&T Stadium. And he's bringing... 
McCarthy back for another year? I saw that. I was surprised by that, weren't you? The other NFL note. Bill Belichick interviewing for the second time with Arthur Blank and the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this might be the first time Arthur Blank gets to ask the questions. What, what more do you need? Well, I think probably Belichick did most of the uh, questioning yeah, the first time. That's probably right. Uh, but you're right. Uh, your point's well taken. All right, make, make some plays. we got five of them today. Two NBA games, three college. We start in the college game. We're going out to the wax. Stephen F. Austin against Seattle. Take the over, 138.5. Oregon State, too many points in a slow-paced game at Utah tonight. Give me the Beavers, plus 15.5. Staying in the Pac-12 tonight. Oregon, undefeated in the Pac-12, playing well. Colorado's favored by five and a half. This Mm. thing is fishy. Buffs good at home. Lay the five and a half with Colorado. In the NBA, Toronto just traded Siakam. Toronto. Yeah, he's gone. Give me the Bulls. Pacer now, right? On the road, I will take uh, Chicago minus the two tonight. And the Timberwolves playing a back-to-back against Memphis. Memphis played well in their last time out against Golden State. Got the win in a depleted roster I think they hang around again tonight. Give me Memphis plus 13.5. Colorado minus 5.5. Memphis plus 13.5. Oregon State plus 15.5. Bulls minus the 2 and over. And Stephen F. Austin in Seattle. Murph and Andy next to drive with Heather and Sean 3-6. to six. We're Miller and Condon weekdays. 11-1 Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KX. And home.